Blog Talk Radio. The great city playboys, they're always around to help build your hope up, then help drag you down. They'll leave you with nothing worth singing about. Good evening, everyone. It is Thursday, October 13th, 2016. You're checking in with your smoking nephew, Blazing Rye. You're listening to Black Blazing Rye backstage. Uh, and I'd like to welcome my co-host, the Sade to my batter and wah, Mr. Jonathan Weeks. Mr. Jonathan, how are you, man? Good, man. How you doing, man? Doing all right, man, a 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 man, Daylight, in sunset, in midnight, in cups of coffee, in inches, in miles, in laughter, in strife, in 525,600 minutes. How do you measure a year in life? How about love? So, well, I got to tell you, Weeks, uh, I am back from three, three weekends of Woo! wedding three wedding weekends three weekends in a row and uh when i asked you to drive me to the mental institution on sunday i don't know why you took me to the train station i know i know. i i saw this gleam in your eye you look crazy man you look crazy you went you went nuts again you went to this too many weddings three weddings in, in, a, in a row it's, it's ridiculous how do you do it yeah My meeting, my my AA meeting, I haven't been to that in in a month now. Uh, oh and my gosh! I finally can go to that tomorrow, and I'm shocked. I bet Vinny is too. Come on, you, you've been there in a month. These damn weddings <laughs> are controlling your life. These weddings are going to drive me to drink again. <laughs> no, please don't, please. So. Man, um, well, let me. I, I t- usually, when we do the show, I have some sort of a ca- caffeinated beverage, some diet coke or coffee or something, and uh, I got nothing tonight. It's just this is the real me, brother. This is what you're working with tonight. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> that sounds scary to me. That sounds scary to me, my friend. No, no, no. What's what's going on? How can you don't have a beverage with you? What's going on? Well, I I just don't have a caffeinated beverage. Uh, uh, I well because I figure 
you know, if this is going to be a shit show, we may as well go all out. <laughs> we're going to ride like the wheels are falling off. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're joyriding. We're joyriding, bro. Um, so these, these three weddings, um, we talked about the first one, which was Jenna, Jenna and Alistair's in, um, the Poconos and with the guy with the days in guy where he smelled like smoke. And you you know, days in solution to that was to give me 6,000 Wyndham rewards points. That's, that's their solution. (laughs) Oh, sure. Come back. We'll give you a bunch of points. I mean, what does that even equate to? Is that even close to like a free night or something? Well, that's what I thought at first. He said two, it's equivalent to two two nights plus some cash or something. And then I, I like, I was like, as I'm talking to him, I'm like, wait a minute. I thought you meant it was two free nights. And he said, no, it's on our um, like super flexible, spendy, thrifty pl- deals or so- some sort of weird what? thing they have some sort of weird um deal that they have like super fast lightning duck butter something or other uh deal that they have at the last minute or something that it would equate to very very low rates like about fifty dollars for a room or something and I, I told the guy that doesn't sound very cheap and that's you know i don't know why i would intentionally spend more at a place like this and he was like Right. Sir, I understand. I can. Uh, anyway, it's still not resolved. I haven't accepted that offer because it's. Uh, I mean, what do you right. think about that offer? It's. It's. It, they're essentially just. What? I think that offer sucks big time. I mean. Yeah. You know, give the give give the guy you know free nights. Don't just give him these points that are going to give him some kind of reduced. You know. Uh, you know, courtesy on a night. This is ridiculous. Who gives points? You don't want these points. Give them a free night or two nights. It's ridiculous. Right. They should be giving you a free. They should give you a free TV. <laughs> well, I don't want that. I don't want one of their crappy TVs. But the what I, I think is that the the only fair things here would be a full refund of what I spent on the on the hotel, uh, and then right. two. Uh, in lieu of that, two free nights, two absolutely free nights anywhere in any Wyndham hotel where I do not yeah. need. Because basically what they're saying right now is, hey, we're sorry we screwed you. Come spend some more money so we can screw you some more. <laughs> that is no resolution. That just sounds like they're, you know, they're trying to piss you off even more. It's ridiculous. It's terrible. <laughs> in these hotels again. I'm, I'm pissed off. They should immediately resolve it. Two nights for free. That's it. Do it. Do it. I know. Like, what... I don't understand. I mean, it's pretty clear that, you know, their their solution is wiggity, 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 whack. So... Uh, <laughs> and, uh... Yeah. And then the second wedding the, that I went to was in St. Louis, and uh, oh, that's your old stomping grounds. Oh yeah, great place, St. Louis. Great in the Midwest. I think the best people yeah. in the, uh, the United States, as far as I'm concerned, and what I've experienced. Great people, great kids. Yeah, it was. I mean, I would far, I would much rather be in St. Louis than in the Poconos. That's for sure. Uh, and <laughs> I tell you what, when when um, so there's this, like, my my two favorite moments, 
three favorite moments in St. Louis that happened were one is there's this really like kind of happy go lucky guy I went to college with. His name is Ben Roberts. He actually does the outro music with the Benjis of Blazing Right Backstage that you hear at the end of the oh, show. Oh, wow. And he, yeah, and he's like a really happy go lucky guy and stuff, kind of. And, um, and then that, like, the night that of Friedman's birthday, which was the night before Friedman's wedding. Um, by the way, if this is your first time listening to this show, you're completely screwed. So you may as well just stop listening now because you would have need to have listened to the, the most recent episode. And I don't have the energy to go back and explain who all these people are. So, um, but, uh, oh, they'll, they'll learn. Pro- no, they'll learn. Learn. <laughs> so, uh, we, we go to this, like, it's called museum, um, city museum in St. Louis. You've been there? No, I've heard of it though. Yeah, so you're you're just walking around crawling on in caves and killing your knees and going down these really slow <laughs> slides and I didn't really see what was oh, so yeah. fun about it. it. Seemed pretty kind of terrible to me. Um sounds like torture some, to me. I mean this sounds awful. <laughs> at some point, John Anderson's like, You guys don't wanna spend the uh five dollars and go to the roof? And I said, I don't wanna be here in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> and uh but on the way there ben this kid ben and i the the guy from who does the song we got dinner and when we got uh dinner prior to the thing um he's complaining about all this stuff and he's very angry about all this stuff and i was like wow you got some anger issues huh and then he insists he doesn't have he insists he doesn't have anger issues and then like we're at the museum later and it like more comes out again and then I was, Jeez. I turned to Courtney, I turned to this girl, Courtney, and I was like, you know, uh, he, uh, he's got some, uh, anger problems, huh? And she didn't deny it. She just goes, she goes, well, the thing is like, he kind of balances out by his happy go lucky attitude. And I was like, or is that a mask? And, uh, and he's oh. like, they're, he's kind of cracking up, uh, about it. And then, uh, the next day at the wedding, these guys, Kevin and, uh, John tell me that in the car ride back, the, the whole time he was uh, just complaining about all these different things, and he kept going, "Don't tell Ryan, don't tell Ryan, I'm saying this." But and uh, <laughs> and then and I was like, I think I he really is coming unraveled. And Kevin goes, "Oh, he's definitely unraveled. He's like Donald Trump. And, uh, he's he's like Donald Trump. He's unhinged." <laughs> so um, this is really one of the proudest moments of my life is unhinging Ben Roberts. So uh, I really I quite enjoyed that. I don't know why I enjoy it so much. I, I, I guess I just don't like seeing people happy. Um, <laughs> I, don't know, I don't mean that. Um, so there was that. And then uh, <clears throat> during the wedding ceremony, uh, Friedman and his wife Laura they're getting married and um they're reading they're telling each other their vows and Laura says something like and it's just like we have these silly moments and I can't think of any off the top of my head right now and Friedman goes that's all right and then she was like I mean I and he goes yeah I'm getting married and it was so funny because it was so <laughs> casually Friedman like I just I, these funny moments, and I just can't. That's all right. I'm getting married. <laughs> it was so, so funny. <laughs> right, as they're up there in the middle of the ceremony. Nah, I'm getting married. Uh, it was very. 
very much like a paper towels moment. And then later, um, they cut the cakes, uh, neither of which fell off the fence. Uh, and this Good. was at a barn. Yeah, this was at a barn, kind of like in Atlanta, except not oh miserable. Oh, my God, please. <laughs> no, please. Uh, that... <laughs> so, for Friedman, and uh, the, first they cut the actual wedding cake, but then um, there's another cake, which had Friedman's, like, toys from when he was a kid on it and uh and so so i see friedman a little after that and he tells us he's like those toys very diseased and played with them on a stick on a toilet and uh then <laughs> then i go to get cake wedding cake or and i thought that so i didn't realize that that was the cake that the toilet toys were on or that the, to, the, the, the i didn't realize that was the cake with those toys, so I um, uh, I had that cake because I thought the wedding cake was the one with the uh, problems. But so I had the the cake that Friedman. It said like "Go Bears" on it, and it had it. And so I had that, and in the middle of eating it, I realized I'm eating the toilet cake, and I like oh. start getting. And then I was like, "Oh, I'm a little nauseous." And then I I was talking to someone, <laughs> and I go. Yeah, I accidentally had the toilet cake. I didn't realize. And then this guy, Kevin Diamond, goes, oh, the toilet cake was delicious. And this girl's like, why are you calling it toilet cake? And then Kevin goes, oh, because he was saying he used to uh, have his toilet toys on it. And I just start cracking up, and I'm like, you say toilet toys like it's an actual thing. And, and one one of my friends was like, no, toilet toys, that is a thing for when, like, you're learning how to go to... That's not a fucking thing. Nobody says toilet toys not a thing. And and so, and, I mean, and then from that point on, it was the toilet cake. But what do you think about that? You think there's such a thing as toilet toys? I think that there's definitely such a thing as the toilet cake and uh, toilet toys. Uh, you know, toilet toys definitely exist. I mean, like... You know, they're like the, the rubber ducky and the toys that you bring with you into the bathroom. You play with them either on the toilet or in the bathtub. Groundsboro. And <laughs> those toys were incorporated in the cake. Therefore, yeah. there definitely is such a thing as toilet cake. I mean, that's disgusting. <laughs> All the germs from the toilet from yesteryear are now on that cake, and you, you, you people just ingested that stuff. That's disgusting. I mean, you, you play with your little Ninja Turtles in, in the toilet. You know, you throw them in the toilet sometimes. You know, uh, that's what I used to do. I mean, like, that's disgusting. That's, uh, I, I can't believe he did that. Why did he even have a toilet cake? That's disgusting. There's something wrong with this. Uh, I realize that I'm I'm talking to a different kind of person who actually <laughs> does all these things, like throwing Ninja Turtles in the toilets. For the normal person... There are no toilet toys, even when you're a kid. No toilet toys. That's correct. For the normal person, there's no such thing. You don't go in the toilet with your toys. But for me, that was like a common playtime activity. I actually had more fun in the toilet with my toys than in like a toy room or my own room. Uh, that's where I really played with my toys. I was a very dirty kid. I usually, I usually would do it in the bathroom. Or I would go into the sandbox with my toys. I would never actually play with them in my room or downstairs or in a designated area. It was always the toilet. Because there was water there, you know? And my turtles <laughs> like to go in the water. <laughs> would the water have piss and shit in it? 
Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, if it was like, you know, it, it, it depended on the scenario that you were playing with your turtles. I mean, if it was a really, uh, you know, a really tough adventure that they were going on, definitely there was a dump in the toilet or something and they could <laughs> fall into it. Or, you know, if they were fighting evil Shredder, you know, the Shredder attack, you know, there would be, you know, piss in there. It's almost like food coloring. You added a little variety to your playtime. You know that's that's actually pretty cool. <laughs> so I'm thinking, like, you must be playing with like the turtle, and the, you're playing with like Leonardo and Shredder action figures, and then you're like, oh, the evil Shredder's attacking, and then you just start <laughs> urinating. In the toilet to make it more exciting? Is that what you do? It doesn't make any sense. Absolutely. It has to do a totally different kind of uh, playtime to it. You know, it's more adventurous. There's, like, something else that's going on. You know, you you can imagine that peeing is actually like a waterfall. They're in the sewers. You know, the turtles came from the sewers. You have to make it more realistic. You know, you have to make the, the, the smell of the sewers. The rat king. You know, it has to smell like the turtles were actually there. So uh, it was perfect in a lot of ways. My 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 clothes smelled like crap afterwards, but it was really a fun time. So, in if the shredder is coming and that's when you pee, when what is the situation that needs feces? <laughs> Whenever the turtles return to their lair, their sewers, uh, it would have to have a, a feces smell. So that's when they would actually go back into the toilet. That's where the, the dump would be incorporated. You know, if you think about it, it's brilliant because you do two or three things, right? You're playing with your toys. You uh, take you take your dump. You take your piss, and you incorporate it both into that. So it's like you learn about a lot of different things, and uh, you know it, it was amazing actually. And that's when they made the toys. They really made hell of toys back then. You know they were kind of somewhat waterproof in a lot of ways, and that's why I love the turtles. I mean. They, they they could go in the sewers. They could, they could hang out there. You know, of course. That's what they never showed you on the cartoons, right? They were in the sewers. There's got to be feces everywhere. <laughs> Why was there in a urine and feces-filled turtle layer? Why was there a duck? <laughs> well, the duck was... So the duck would clean. The duck would go into, you know, your rubber ducky would go into the, the bathtub. He would just chill over there in the bubbles and whatnot and uh, be very afraid of the turtles and, and their feces-covered uh, toys. Um, a, a thing that I realized, you know, going to these, these weddings is I don't really like sticking around my friends. Like, I like a little what? bit of I like a little bit of distance because I'm going to see these people at all the scheduled events. So, like, right. for, for instance, Pat, okay, so like, say, in Pittsburgh for John and Courtney's wedding, that's the one where I blew the bride's cousin in a bow tie. And um, <laughs> so that one, I'm kind of just, like, following the crowd. And the most I remember us doing is going to lunch, right? And so then right. when when we were in St. Louis, I – um. I kind of, like, they were saying on Friday, oh, we're going to go to lunch tomorrow, so we'll let you know. I was like, all right, let me know. And then they never texted, and I never texted them. So I went 
you know, I made sure I went to the arch. I went to the record store. I did all the stuff that I wanted to make sure I got done because it seemed, and I think that maybe alcohol plays a role in this where I'm kind of like, I have a little bit more energy because I don't have the lingering effects of the, the booze. Um, so, right. uh, so, so anyway, yeah, like I, that night at the wedding, um, I was like, so what'd you guys do today? And they were like, Oh, uh, nothing really. And like, you know, I, I, if I'm, that's a total waste of being in a new city, you know? Right. Well, I, I think you're definitely more adventurous. Number two, I think you got something going on with that. You're, you're, you don't have the, the alcoholic effects that are going to hold you back. So I think that's, and you, you just want to see the new city. I think you have a different kind of a intention of being there. And uh, that's good. That's great. I think that's your full life. You want to see the great city that is St. Louis. And uh, I actually admire that. Uh, and you have energy to do that. I don't usually have energy. It might also be because you're doing the running and you're you're very you're physically very fit now. So uh, I think that also might play a role as well. You know, sometimes well, oh, most of the time I'm a lazy son of a bitch, but <laughs> <laughs> I don't even like to go out that much. So and I you know, but I think that uh, you just have more energy. But what do you think of the great city of St. Louis in, in, in terms of what you did get to see? Well, it was an amazing record store, vintage vinyl. Um, and yes, when I you've been you've been there. Yes, a while. Back. Oh yeah, because yes. it's right, it's right there at your campus. Um, and you see my campus. Yeah, well, I saw it when I went to the record store. It, it you know what it looked like? It looked like uh, Syracuse except crappy. <laughs> yeah, you're right. No, it's. Only because I mean no, because it was beautiful, but it it wasn't on a hill, and that's the problem. Right. No, that's true. It's like on the uh, regular Midtown City campus, and it's uh, unfortunately it's like too intermingled with the city, and the city's kind of crappy down there. And I I know what you're saying. It's not on a hill, so it's not raised. It doesn't look uh, wonderful. Right. Yeah. The the landscaping's nice. That's about the only yeah. thing that's really nice about that. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean the the architecture's good. No good. Ugh. No, no good. Very good. Very good. Very good. So <laughs> no, no good. Very good. What else did you do there? The great city of St. Louis. Well, I'm going to linger on the record store for a, mi- a moment here. So, uh, I, I tell you okay. what happened, and this will this is a little foreshadowing for what we must get to at some point tonight. Uh, but. Um, I'm at the record store and I'm I'm getting some records and I look in the comedy section and I was like, boy, uh, and I see all old records like old old records and I'm thinking, boy, I would really love to have Lewis Black on vinyl and I'm seeing all these old comedy records and the second I think I'd love to have Lewis Black on vinyl, lo and behold, it appears like right in front of my eyes and it was a wow. St. Louis miracle. And it's the whatever the album was. I can't remember what it's called, but it's the one where he talk. He's in the Midwest, and he's like, "Why the fuck would you people live here?" Um, and uh, and and it was right there. It was amazing. So I got that, and I got another couple of records. Oh, I Ja Rule Exodus with his kind of greatest hits. I got that on vinyl, and then a Frankie Beverly and Mays one, and then a Bob Dylan and the Band one. So I got four records for thirty six bucks. Not bad. Uh, uh, um, the Lewis Black one was by far the most expensive one. Uh, it was like 18 bucks or something. Anyway, um, oh. it, a great record store and a uh, great hotel. I was like maybe like a half hour away from everyone else. And 
I was in uh, uh, DoubleTree Hilton, and the room was tits. And uh, the um, except there was one moment where I was uh, in the hot tub in the hotel, and the second I get out, all these children jump into it, and I felt like such a cretin. <laughs> you know, like Jesus, it was very awkward. Yeah, that's a um, scary to me. Yeah, it's very awkward. Uh, and what else? Oh, I went to the art. Now, how do you? How did you? You're a much taller gentleman than I am. How did you fit into those pods going up the arch? That I had to say was a mystery. I think they. I don't know if it's, if I'm right on this, but I think some of the pods are a little bit bigger than the others, and I think maybe I shrunk back then. I don't. Know, but it's weird. I, I but for some reason. Ten people could go. I think uh, couples can fit in there. I, I was one person in there, so uh, I, for some reason, fit in one of those little pods. I think they waited for a bigger one to come get me, and or they put me in a special pod. Maybe they put me in like the maintenance pod to send me up. <laughs> but that is is very claustrophobic. That that was a bit much. Yeah. Yeah, the arch was intense because of those pot. Luckily, I was with uh, a nice family going up, and that was fine. And uh, they were from Nashville, and I told them I loved the show. And then uh, on the way down, though, I was wow. with a couple douche. <laughs> on the way back, I was with a couple douchebags and their girlfriends. So that was horrible. Um, oh. But uh, but yeah, I was kind of like you know this this creepy loner there. But uh, but I had to do it, and I wouldn't have been able to do it if I was with anyone else. You know what I mean? That's right. That's right. What did you think of the view, though? The view's good, but so it's good? so narrow. It's so narrow. You know, it's so narrow. You got to look through the windows. It's not like it doesn't feel like a real view. You know what? <laughs> I think you're right because, uh, uh, yeah, it's like looking through a little slit. They don't even like open the windows that large for some reason. I don't yeah. get it. And they get like this panoramic view of the city, which is nice. But it doesn't give you the full view. I know what you're saying. So it doesn't make much sense what they did there. They have this huge arch, and then they give you, like, this small, paper-thin view of the city. I thought it was be- because of how the arch is physically. It wasn't possible to do a bigger view than they did. But that's a choice you're saying? I I, I think you might be right. I think, uh, you know, it might be impossible to put all that glass there, too. It might just be structurally not possible or dangerous to do that and um yeah the arts is strange but the city itself is not a bad city it's a city trying to come back there's a lot of these midwestern cities trying to kind of uh have a resurgence uh and it's difficult for them because they, they have a difficult time keeping the young people there yeah well i uh don't plan don't plan on going back anytime soon, but it was it was good, and it was you know I, I would much rather be in Missouri than Pennsylvania. That's for damn sure, unless it's uh, <laughs> Pittsburgh or Philadelphia. Um, but uh, be- before uh, the wizard comes on weeks, I realize I haven't asked you. Yeah, I have no caffeine in me. So how are you? What are you doing this weekend? Et cetera, et cetera. What am I doing this weekend? I don't even know. Uh, I'm doing well, thank you. Thanks for asking. Um, <laughs> well, this weekend I'm just kind of settling down. I'm getting prepared too. There's my last day here in Hartford, and uh, I'm going to actually check out apartments on Wednesday in Buffalo uh, next Wednesday. So I'm just kind of packing up slowly, kind of moving on. And uh, Buffalo, I will be starting there 
My first day will be October 31st, the great day of Halloween. Most mm. appropriate. <laughs> I was thinking about dressing up in a costume my first day, but I don't think <laughs> that should. would be a good impression. I should. Well, what well, do you think I should dress up yeah. as? I was going to ask, what What do you think you should dress <laughs> I have. I think um, you should go as, as – uh, go ahead. I was thinking about a Ninja Turtle. Yes, that's what I was thinking, but you'd have to cover yourself <laughs> with some stuff. <laughs> I was thinking you Leonardo. Know, to be authentic. Yeah, to be authentic, though, you'd have to cover yourself with feces, right? Because, <laughs> yes. you know, quite frankly, they lived in the sewers. It just yes. made no sense that in the cartoon they never had crap on them or smelled <laughs> like piss or something. <laughs> they must have smelled awful. <laughs> I, I have a real turtle. I have a, a red-eared slider turtle uh, in my tank. I have like a little aquarium for my turtle. My turtle smells like hell. He smells terrible. If you leave him in there and you don't clean his tank for like more than a, a month, like say a month, I have to clean it like every two weeks. But if you leave him in there for like a month, it smells terrible. He's, he's literally swimming in his own urine. He's got feces that that's completely block up the entire tank in the pump. Uh, you know, it's ridiculous. And this is like a little turtle. It's not like a big human-sized turtle like the Ninja Turtles were. I mean, those guys must have been disgusting. <laughs> do, you, do you shit in your turtle tank? Is that what you're saying? I <laughs> Sometimes I do just to test out the pump to see how good it is. <laughs> gross, bro. I, I'm sorry, gross. Bro. But yes, I think I'll come as a real live turtle uh, costume uh, my first day of my job. Oh, boy. Uh, John Weeks, do you know what time oh, it is? Is the Hobbit Awards with Tom Folk? Yeah. Things are going to get Oh, yeah. Oh, great one. This is a great hey, one. Hello. Oh, that brass section. Oh, yeah. child. Things are going to get easier. Oh, child. Oh, things are going to get better. <laughs> You're in the queue. Block Talk Radio. Oh, oh. You're in the host queue. Block Talk Radio. <laughs> oh. You're in the you house too. Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. You're in the house too. Blog Talk Radio. Ooh, child. Tom Fogarty, what's oh, going hey. on, man? I am sicker than a 50 cent motherfucking chicken. I think my cold got a cold. Oh no! You, you are you are you pumping in that tussin'? I've been with the wheezes and the sneezes and the post nasal drip. <laughs> yep. And the and the postpartum drip. Oh. Okay. And the postpartum drip. Yeah. And the menopausal clit. <laughs> menopausal clit. <laughs> menopausal clit. Where are you? Are you in? Uh, are you? Are you at home in New York? I'm at home in New York. That must I'm be nice. I'm all up in my pussy grabbing house, yo. <laughs> it's a um, pussy grabbing free zone. <laughs> Speaking of, uh, who have you got for us tonight for the Hot Mess Awards? Uh, 
Lord Jesus. There's so goddamn many of them, it's hard to tell. I think okay. my first one has got to be, and this is a hot mess in a good way. <laughs> Bear with me as I, I hack. Uh, <laughs> okay. Rob motherfucking Kardashian. Mm. I never thought I would say I love that man, but I love that man for taking on Kylie and the whole fucking family. Say what you want about Black China, but you're going to have a fucking baby shower and don't invite the baby on board mama to the goddamn shower? (laughs) That's just all kinds of wrong. So, yeah, you didn't know this? Nah. Yeah. Yeah, Kylie over the weekend and the family hosted a baby shower for Rob's baby, but didn't invite Black China. At which point, Rob tweeted out Kylie's fucking phone number and all her private Uh, accounts. uh, Yeah. Yeah, he said WikiLeaks that bitch. (laughs) Um, Well, that's messed up. Yeah, Yeah. Weeks, what's wrong? Weeks, what's wrong with you? Weeks. Oh, it's it's turtle time, I guess. (laughs) Uh, he's he, trying he to find it. Yeah, he's he's got to call back. Uh, who's your second hot mess, sire? Uh, who was my second hot mess? That was my first one. Uh, well, Jesus Christ! Weeks, I don't know where to back? start on this one. What's up? Oh, okay, weeks is back. Okay, uh, yes, go go ahead, sire. Apparently not not weeks. <laughs> So, the whole Access Hollywood, Billy Bush, NBC bullshit. You know that Billy Uh Bush is the one that alerted Access Hollywood to the fact that that shit went down on the tape. And Access Hollywood was supposed to drop it to NBC minus Billy. But no, Billy was still included. And since NBC was looking for a fucking way to get rid of Billy, they ran with it. And the reason why NBC wanted to get rid of Billy, mm-hmm. uh, apparently Matt Lauer and the powers that be were never happy with his Ryan Lochte scoop in Rio. The fact Ooh. that he's the one that got to interview him is the newest kid on the block. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Seriously? Ugh. Yep. Yeah, because I thought it was a very abrupt decision to let him go. It it looked like uh, it was like uh, very clear to me that they were looking for a reason to let him go. So as soon as this happened, you know, he's he's done. And I thought it was yeah. like, you know, I it was odd because I think there's ways that you can explain Billy Bush out of that situation. I, I don't think the same Absolutely. for Donald Trump. Absolutely, yeah. which is the same reason that Access Hollywood, when they gave the tape to NBC, said, there's, you know, Billy's not supposed to be part of it because he's the one that came forward and tipped us off to it. So Ooh. NBC fucked it all, or Access Hollywood messed it up. Yeah, well, I mean, it begs, it begs the difference, the question, and I didn't go back and look who Access Hollywood's parent company is. They may all be the same fucking it's thing NBC. for all we know. It's NBC. Yeah, well, there you NBC go. Owns it. Yeah. There you go. Oh, okay. 
Yep. Well, it makes even Ain't less sense. Ain't that some chisel? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. And who and who or what is your third hot mess? Well, my last one is this. Just came. This I just saw this. Priscilla Presley apparently went on TV in Britain, and she's seventy-one oh. years old now. Whoa. But she has the face of Anna Nicole Smith during the high drug fat days. Oh no! So they said she has had so much crap pumped into her face at this point. Yeah, there's no fucking wrinkles, but you know she looks like a fucking Macy's Thanksgiving Day float. My crap pumped into her face. Are you talking about Weeks' turtle tank? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The terrarium. I got your terrarium. <laughs> My turtle's hiding out in it. Oh, God. Uh, are you guys lubed up with feces? Oh, hell yeah. But feces. Different strokes to rule the world. That's how my dad does it. Let's go to rule the world. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Where the hell are the jo- Oh, here there. Okay. Uh, Holmes, <laughs> kick us off. Okay. A tape, leaked, a tape leaked by the Washington Post Friday shows Donald Trump telling Billy Bush that if you're a celebrity, you can grab women by the pussy. Billy Bush was indefinitely suspended from a boozy morning talk show while Donald Trump could still become president of the United States. Boo! <laughs> Boo! Yeah, that's, that's all fucked up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sunday marked mm-hmm. the second 2016 presidential debate, which was moderated by Anderson Cooper and none other than Skeletor. I'll say. But during the debate, during the debate, though, Trump actually threatened to grab Anderson Cooper by the pussy. (laughs) (laughs) I'd love to play with his kitty cat. (laughs) (laughs) I bet it'd be all bino looking and shit. (laughs) Uh,. Comedian Lewis Black this week urged Blazin' Ride backstage co-host John Weeks not to vote for Donald Trump. Weeks then did a John Madden imitation and grabbed that black pussy. Oh, <laughs> Lewis got to be black. <laughs> well, Lewis Black. Uh, well, why you got to be black? I don't know. Why? Oh! <laughs> oh! Oh! Uh, no! Oh. Prime Minister. Uh, what? Sam! Prime Minister. Ernest this is, this is per- caught playing Pokemon Go during a debate in Parliament. You know, honestly, that makes a lot more sense than this shit show. <laughs> you got that right. Oh, my boy. Man, I think I fucked up. I fucked up the order. All right. Uh, Ohio teenager Alexandra Conley made up a story last Saturday about being attacked by a creepy clown in order to avoid being fired for being late to her job at McDonald's. Why didn't I think of that? Said Billy Bush. Oh shit! Oh shit! Uh, the creepy uh, clown grabbed my pussy. 
<laughs> okay, poor kid. Despite being enrolled in a free lunch program, 14-year-old Virginia boy Ryan Turk will face trial for stealing a 65-cent milk carton from his school cafeteria. Making this the first time a defense lawyer can end his closing remarks with, got milk? (laughs) Really, it could be the prosecution, too. It doesn't matter. Either one. Uh, Canada's, Canada's first lady, Sophie Gregoire Trudeau, while opening the Canadian Stock Exchange Tuesday, called on men to do more to help empower girls. While Republican presidential candidate Donald Trump called on men to grab girls. Yep. <laughs> and you know Sophie Gregoire doesn't have a pussy. You know what she's got? A penis? A pussoir. Oh. She's got a pussoir. <laughs> uh-huh. Sophie Gregoire's got a pussoir. 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 Now, weeks. Weeks, take it slow. Go slowly on this one, Weeks. Go slow. Okay. Shit, let me go put in the laundry then. Yeah, go this slow. A first here. Let me go do a load. Shared on social media Saturday. For the first time I, since I became a citizen in 1983, I will not vote for the Republican candidate for president. As proud as I am to label myself a Republican, there's one label that I hold above all else, American. So I want to take a moment today to remind my fellow Republicans that it is not only acceptable to choose your country over your party, it is your duty. Then he went in the other room and banged the babysitter. <laughs> oh, it's your duty. It's your duty. For the first time since I become a citizen in 1983. And the pudding and the pie and the... Donald Trump said he would not want to be caught in a foxhole with John McCain. (laughs) To which John McCain said, I wouldn't want to be in any hole with Donald Trump. <laughs> it's not your fault that they hover. I mean, no disrespect. That's my right to be hellish. I still get your hellish. Because you're so sexy, beautiful, and everyone wants to. That's why. I get trailers. Because <laughs> you're too sexy, beautiful, and everybody wants to. <laughs> That's why I still get your trailers. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, my God. Did you call Did you call a foxhole a fuckhole just now with Don McCain? I thought he said butthole. But- I said a hole. I said a foxhole. Uh, it sounds like fuckhole. Butthole. Butthole. <laughs> well, it Donald could be a bunghole, yo. <laughs> Donald-, <laughs> Donald Trump told his supporters in Florida Tuesday evening, go register, make sure you go register to vote November 28th. 
which is the first Trump statement liberals can absolutely get behind. Go ahead. <laughs> November 28th. That's right. Yo. That's right. Oh, shit. I coughed up a pussy. Meow. <laughs> 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 I coughed up a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that pussy is in heat. He's going to go on, on, on loop now. He's never going to tell the joke. <laughs> At a Hillary Clinton campaign rally on Tuesday, President Obama sniffed himself while responding to conservative radio host Alex Jones, who said, I'm told her and Obama just stink, 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 stink. You can't wash that evil off, man. People say Obama and Hillary both smell like sulfur. Unlike Donald Trump, who smells like pumpkin scented spray tan and non consenting pussy. <laughs> and that's like five day old in the sun mackerel. <laughs> in what has historically been a solidly red state, Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump are now tied in the polls. In Utah, it turns out a lot of Mormon husbands can easily relate to Bill Clinton. Yep. Uh, uh. <laughs> Ooh, sister wives, things are going to get easier. And finally. Tommy boy. And finally, major Trump campaign donors are now asking for their goddamn money back. Which makes me wonder how the fuck they supported him in the first place.
so for those of you who don't know, that was uh, that was me in like 2006 or seven, 2007, I think, uh, on my uh, my rap demo, Never Stop. Uh, or was it my the second one, Bleed It Out? It was one of the two. Um, but uh, yeah, because the first one didn't have this on it. This was added later to another. So anyway. Um, uh, 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 you told me that we were in your car. You told me that that you told me that the uh, that you had uh just back it up on one of those uh CDs up there. And then I was looking for just back it up in my emails. Can't find it anywhere. So and I was trying to send it to this kid Steve, Joanna's brother, who he listens to it. He he or he doesn't listen. He sings it all the time. Um, really? But, uh, but yeah, and so you know, I really wish that one of us could find the damn song. All right, I, I think I know where the song is. I have it on a couple albums. I have to go <laughs> find it because that song is great too. Uh, wow! Yeah, dude, you Yo. have a great talent there. Oh my, what a great song! Great song. <laughs> I I saw I, I, I heard I would, you. I would I would imitate you, but I can't. That, that's how. That's how smooth you are. I can't even get. I can't even do that. I can't even say all the words you say. It's ridiculous. I heard you <laughs> dancing over there. I heard. You. But the thing is that um, just back it up is not a good song. It has a good chorus, but bad verses, and I'm off rhythm, and that's what the street is about. I say, chorus was good, but the verses were whack. And for the first time, my rhymes came under attack. Oh, People thought I was saying I was okay. Up. Yeah. They're they're related. I disagree though. That chorus is not whack. It back it up. I I love it. I love it. No, the uh, yeah, the chorus is good. The verses are whack. Oh, the verse. Anyway, yeah, no. the verses are whack. I I'm gonna listen to that song again and again. I, we need a new album from you. We need a new remastered <laughs> album from you, sir. We need it. Uh, the, the masses need it. This is why this country is going to crap. We don't have your music. What's going on? <laughs> This is why what? This is why this country is going to crap. We need some music. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Well, um, I the thing is that you know ever since, so all the the creativity most of it was in L. A. and most of it came from pain, you know. From and I have and ever since yeah. I've been on anti, ever since I've been on uh, antidepressants. I'm not as creative anymore, and it's uh, it's a uh, it's a fucked up thing because I I wish uh, I could both be ease mentally and also creative, but it's it's difficult at least musically. I feel like with um like you know when when I write jokes and stuff like that, I can still do that, but musically right. I just can't get it together. Well, I, I, all I can say is uh, you have such massive potential in your music and the music that you've created. Still lasts with me, and I'm not just being uh, sycophantic like you know our buddy Kirk Bonner always says. I I really like that music. That music still stays in my head. It's like a party jam, and it's just something that you remember. It's fun music. I love it, and uh, you 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 have talents. You have a serious talent there. And uh, wow, okay. how long did it take you to actually create like one song? Say. Uh, from the streets, the, the streets. How long did it actually take you to write and to sing and to get it done? I don't know. A lot of I was using some program with that uh, on a PC, on like an old PC in LA, like the same computer I had in college, like a compact Presario, and uh, right. it was a it was a different um, 
it wasn't, you know, the garage band, it wasn't Pro Tools, it wasn't Fruity Loops, it was some, I forget what it was called, uh, I don't think it was Audacity either, but it was one of those programs, so I was, you know, messing with all the sounds and shit like that, and the horns and all that for a bit, and then the, the actually writing the verses and stuff like that for that song didn't didn't take that long, and then the chorus for that song, it, I I would say that the chorus for the street is bad, and the verses are good, but then for just back it up, the the chorus is good, but the verses are bad. So I don't know. I don't know. I never know how to answer. It's all good. I never know how to answer that. How long did it take you? Because I don't really pay attention to how long something takes. It's not. I mean, it's not like it's a matter of like weeks or months. It's just probably a matter right. of hours or something. Um, because you're you're an yeah. artist, you know. You you just produce it. I I. I'm just trying to figure out how people do this. I mean, it just seems like so beyond me in terms of uh, writing lyrics and trying to fit them all together and to make a song. It's just, it seems like such a an art. I just think it's a, you know, it's it's a natural talent. That's what I say. I, you know, sometimes I just think that's how it is. Sometimes. Do 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 do. do. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Great song. Love it. Did you? So from that era of over a decade ago now, did, did you did you only really vibe with the rap songs, or how about those acoustic songs? Did you what did, what did you think of those? No good. No, they were good. I just the, the rap really is what does the rap me. gets. I mean, you you brought my soul to the street. That's what you did, <laughs> and you brought like pride in the Elm City. Oh my God, you brought the soul back. There's there's like no soul right now. It's it's in music. It was like genuine. I liked it. I loved it. It was local, genuine music, and uh, you know, positive music. It got had a great positive beat to it. Woo! Love it. Just love it. I I can listen to that for days. Thanks. Uh, so um, the uh, the last order of business before we close the show is. Um, Boy, a lot of people seem to really uh, have have problems with you, Weeks. Like a lot of people. <laughs> I know. I I said that do this to people. I don't know what it is. It's just uh, you know I got a lot of problems. I got a lot of issues. A lot of people. Uh, you know, I'm on the most hated list. I'm like uh, probably got to be number one. Yeah. So <laughs> several um, celebrities, in fact, have uh, gone after you and. <laughs> Uh, and here's just, you probably won't recognize, for those listening at home, won't recognize all the voices. You'll so, certainly recognize one or two. Um, uh, we'll just play the insult reel so far, and then we'll talk about what happened this week. So here's uh, the John Weeks insult reel so far before this week. No wildling was needed before that scumbag John Weeks. John Weeks, go fuck yourself. John Weeks, you're not famous, and you never will be. Let's get out of here, gang. Yeah, let's go. All right, let's do it. Look, I've been asked to uh, insult John Weeks, but I don't want to, you know, because for me, John Weeks is an inspiration to people of limited talent and intelligence everywhere that they can still almost make it. Hey, I love John Weeks. He's a great guy. He's the life of the party. And I've been hearing his gender camouflage game is very strong. <laughs> Some people tell me John Wick's a nice guy. Cunts. 
So several people in there uh, took issue with you, except John DeMar. It doesn't seem like there was a problem. It just seemed like it seemed like a compliment, if anything. Um, I, I like uh, Jonathan DeMar's uh, con- uh, you know, compliment there. I liked it. It was sincere, I think. Everybody else seemed pretty mean. I don't know what that was about. <laughs> yeah, so obviously there was Gilbert Gottfried, uh, and then there was a, a pop uh, pop indie band, AJR from New York, who has had like uh, 20 million views on YouTube of their video, I'm Ready, Whoa! and their new song, Week, is all over the place. And it's it's interesting because their new song, Weak, it goes like this. It goes, because I'm weak, and what's wrong with that? And I was thinking, like, oh, if I could just get them next time I see him to go, because John Weeks, and what's wrong with him? But it's I don't think I'm going to do it. It would be too much to ask. You can't ask someone after just performing if they can perform again in the lobby. But you've done some the great things. You've done some massive things. Yes, that's true. So there was them. There was um, uh, Andrew Thompson, who's an actor on Game of Thrones, plays a wildling, who's apparently a very evil creature, and even wildlings have issues with you, John Weeks. Uh, apparently they, like, I don't know, killed uh, Kenneth Starr or Rob Stark, whatever the name is on Game of Thrones. I think it's Ooh, Kenneth Starr, right? Kenneth Star. Yeah, Ken Starr. Yeah, I think Ken Starr. I think that's the name. Um, oh, my God. Winter is <laughs> coming for me. I guess sooner than I thought. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, who? Oh, and Adam Feldman was the uh, he's the uh, ca- theater and cabaret critic for uh, Time Out New York. So all these people, and uh, the other day, um, Jonathan Demar and I decide to go to uh, see Louis Black if the prices go down on StubHub because the show is almost sold out. Uh, the seats that they had left were. Um, not together, and they were wildly expensive. So I was checking, keeping an eye on StubHub all day, and at the beginning of the day, they were like $75 for the cheapest seats, and then at the end of the day, $28. So $28, bucks, um, and we, so that's what you got to do. You got to just wait on StubHub, wait till the end of the day. Uh, and okay. we, got, we got the tickets around 430 and uh, after, and keep in mind, this is after three wedding weekends, three weeks in a row. This is the Monday after that, and all I wanted to do was go uh, home and do hood rat shit. And I'm like, uh, yeah. I don't know, I can't miss, I can't miss this opportunity. So uh, we <laughs> Thank go, you, Thank you. <laughs> we go and see his um, new act, which is called Black to the Future, and it's the same one that was on uh, Comedy Central on Friday, I guess was the special, um, and it was on Broadway. And uh, and so afterwards, um, he was very funny. There, he did this whole bit about um, Ben Carson that had me in tears. So you got to watch that. Uh, but um, he was very good. And then I afterwards, I turned to Demar and I'm like, all right, how do I get him to insult John Weeks? And Demar gets this look in his face, like, uh oh, you really want to do? That? I don't know, I don't want to do that. You really want to do that? And uh, and so I was like, can you at least, like, uh, point me to the stage door? Um, and he's, oh, yeah, I'll point you to the stage door. I, I don't really stage door myself very much, but I'll point you to the stage door. So um, the, now it's a complicated situation to get to the stage door because the theater is inside the Marriott Marquis. So you have to go outside the hotel on street level to get to the stage door. So then... I'm at the stage door, and then, like, there's this other couple at the stage door, and 
then I'm like just kind of hoping, you know, more people don't show up. And for a sold for a sold out crowd, there were very few people waiting at the stage door, which was nice. Partly, I think, because it's hard to find, um, but also because they just, I mean, it was so many people. And it was a long show on a Monday night. So very few people at the stage door. And then at some point, this really rude girl and this guy come up, and she's like, um, when, when did the play end? And I said, uh, oh, it wasn't a play. It was Lewis Black. And she goes, yes, yeah, so when did that end? And I was oh. like, like 20 minutes oh. ago. So, okay. And I turned to Damar. I was like, she's got to add it to and I didn't want to deal with that. So I, I, when he find, when he came out about 35 minutes later, uh, it um, he came out. I thought he was going to come out in like a different outfit. He had the same suit on outside that he wore on on stage. And uh, mm-hmm. he um, so he talked to all these people. And then at, and then I wait till the end. I wait till everyone else is done. And I said, uh, like, great, uh, you you were great. Uh, he said, thank you. I said, great, Ben Carson. As I had me in tears. Oh, thank you, thank you. And uh, and I said, uh, my friend who couldn't make it is uh, – oh, no, no, no. I said my podcast host uh, is a huge fan. My podcast co-host is a huge fan. He couldn't make it tonight, but it would mean the world to him if you could insult him. And uh, I'll, I'll – I'll give you an example, and as when I said I'll give you an example, I had Gilbert queued up with Go Fuck Yourself, you know, I had it queued up, and this was a very <laughs> iffy thing, because this, like, for instance, w- when it was with AJR and I showed them Gilbert as an example, it made total sense in that context, but in, in this context, right. it was was like it would either make sense or it wouldn't, and unfortunately, it right. didn't. So what happened was I said... Uh, I said, I'll, I'll give you an example. And he, he goes, oh, I don't need an example. And he says, oh, uh, who's, who's, who's your podcast co-host? And I'm playing him the video, and I'm like, uh, uh, so this is him insulting Gilbert. And he goes, oh, it's uh, – and so he thinks that Gilbert's my podcast co-host, right? So he goes, he goes, oh, it's – he says, oh, it's Gilbert? I already did his fucking podcast. And he gets very angry. I already did Gilbert's fucking podcast. And uh, and I said no 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 he's insulting Gilbert and Demar's trying to explain it and uh, and then um, so then Demar starts filming and we're just standing there smiling because I guess Lewis is waiting for Demar to cue him and then Demar's like uh oh I I thought it was a video you wanted a photo I was like no video and and then he's like okay you ready and I said yeah and so then Demar said ready and then he did the insult of John Weeks. Uh, which I'll play in a moment. But what do you think about that that story thus far? That's a great story. You went through a lot just to do that. I appreciate that very much. Uh, it's, it's a story in itself. I think it's amazing. And I think uh, the reaction that that got, uh, you know, from, from the comments that Lewis Black made, uh, the insult, uh, it was massive. I don't you know, it, it was more massive than anything else. This was like probably the biggest one. And I was yeah. very impressed by this insult. I was very impressed by it. It's something that uh, I admire, and, and something I, I wasn't quite sure he would, you know, be able to insult me well enough. But he did a phenomenal job. Phenomenal <laughs> job. Uh, I, I appreciate that's not that. Some... I, I know you, just a lot, you went through a lot of work on this one, so I appreciate it. <laughs> no problem. But that's not something you you hear every. That's not a sentence that's normal. Like. I, what did you say? I, I wasn't sure he was going to be able to insult me well enough. 
Yes, that's exactly what I just. <laughs> All right. Well, here this is Lewis Black taking on John Weeks, and then we got to wrap up. So here's here's Lou on Weeks. Ready? Yes. Ready. Hey, listen, John Weeks, you, you dipshit. You know, first off, you shouldn't be co. You know, you shouldn't be allowed to co-host. This, he should be co-hosting. Okay. You should be more than co-hosting. You should be you should be gone until you can take some time off. And uh, and you live in New York. And uh, you're going to vote for Donald Trump. Guess what you are? A fucking moron. Okay? <laughs> Take, go look at the West Side Highway and how he destroyed that. You, fuck, you know, fuck you. <laughs> you know, and I didn't even... You've ruined my day and I don't even know you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It's so, like, seamless. It's so effortless. It's like he does know me in this... Uh, Insult, and he does a phenomenal job. I gotta say, I gotta give it to him. It's the best John Weeks insult I think ever. Next to Gilbert yeah. Godfrey, I think Godfrey is pretty great too. Uh, but it's, that it's, one was classic. That's a classic. It's like where where do we go from here? It's gonna be it's you know it's it's gonna all downhill from here. Um, okay, <laughs> no, you will outdo uh, yourself, sir. You always outdo yourself. Thank you. Uh, I do myself. So, John Weeks, what's your favorite you're scene in season? My, 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 he gets his revenge a little bit, and when he confronts his, uh, you know, the person who's setting him up. Richard, I'm sorry, but I'm in the middle of this speech. You almost got away with it, didn't you? I know all about it. I can prove it. Ladies and gentlemen, my friend Richard Kimball doesn't feel, well, <laughs> obviously. So if you will just go on with your dessert and coffee, I'll be right back. Richard, would you mind to step aside, and we'll just talk. Okay, so I'll be back in just one second, ladies and gentlemen. You changed the samples, didn't you, huh? You switched the samples after the lens died. After the lens died, you were the only one who had the access. You switched the samples and the pathology reports. Did you kill lens too? Huh? Did you? <laughs> you falsified his research so that RDU-90 could be approved and Devlin McGregor could give you probatic. And that's my favorite scene that she's the main main feature main the fans main. Yes. Yes. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Yes. Thank yes. you. Thank you. Yes. Thank yes. you. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Yes. And my favorite scene is she's the main main feature main the fans main is when she is in this movie uh called um She's a Main uh colon um National Lampoon's Vacation and she plays Clark and she goes I think you're all fucked in the head. We're 10 hours from the fucking fun park, and you want to bail out? Well, I'll tell you something. This is no longer a vacation. It's a quest. It's a quest for fun. I'm going to have fun, and you're going to have fun. We're all going to have so much fucking fun, we'll need plastic surgery to remove our goddamn smiles. You'll be whistling zippity-doo-dah out of your assholes. i got to be crazy. I'm on a pilgrimage to see a moose. Praise Marty Moose. Holy shit. Uh, Dad, do you want an aspirin or something? Don't touch! And that's my favorite scene. She's in my man, she's in my man, she's in my man.
Yes. Yes. Yes, thank you. Yes, thank you. Excellent. 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 Yes. Yes. All right. Uh, I can think of no better way of ending the show than by saying if it ain't showbiz, it ain't a biz. Hit the brakes, Florence. Somebody owes me a martini. And what are you going to do with that goddamn fucking Barbie doll weeks? You, Billy Bush, and the Barbie doll are going to go to Taco Bell. You're going to reach mm-hmm. over for the salt, but then you're going to grab her taco. That's what you're going to do. <laughs> Good night, weeks. Good night, everybody. Good night, sir. Good night, sir.